the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Um, it's a sportsethos.com presentation. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I mean, probably not today. Uh, it's not going to be the most pleasant interactions, I suppose. Uh, but at Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans, if you feel so inclined. We always love the the connections and things that we're building over there. But um, oof. Um, if you've got time, give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your stream of this. Um, maybe not based off this one. Maybe go back and listen to a couple of, of the funner episodes where we win. Uh, this one, of course, is going to be one of my more morose that's the word of the day, uh, podcast, I suppose, because unfortunately the Pelicans do not, uh, I suppose, beat around the bush, uh, shit the bed. The Los Angeles Lakers, of any team to lose to, the Pelicans fall in overtime after a horrific first half and then a horrific final couple of minutes. Um, 122-117 after battling right back in it from 15 down or 13 down I think it was and um, tied the game overtook a couple of silly errors and lack of execution down the line we had them and uh, Matt Ryan you can Google him. I, I don't know. I think he just come off. Um, I don't know where he come from, but uh, he hits a big three, ties the game up, and uh, we uh, we lose um, in overtime, which was disappointing because are we the better team? Yes. Did we prove that tonight? Absolutely not. Can I say that they beat us or that we lost it? Well, I think... Um, all credit to the Lakers in this, and I will not be one to say, oh, you know, we gave you that game. There were plenty of instances where we should have won that game. Who did we lose? let down and lose? We lost for ourselves, but we got beaten by them. We we played like garbage for most of the game. Uh, heroics from guys like Jose, um, Larry Nance kept us, kept us in it. Uh, Devontae Graham as well in a couple of shots down the line. But late game execution, defensive uh, lapses. I mean, honestly, it was defensive lapses all game, and it was it was execution all game. I can't just keep it to the last five minutes because you managed to get yourself back into it. Now, we're going to talk about the game, of course. Um, I don't know how long it'll be. It probably won't be that long of an episode today because we do have a uh, guest on tomorrow, so we'll get a little bonus episode in between to recap the the last few games, um, or the start of the season, and hopefully it'll be uh, up and up from here. But um, so, what did we see? What did we see? All right. Well, the Lakers now win two in a row, uh, two and five they are in the season, to our four and three, which, I mean, still above 500. You know, the first 10 games, you want, you want to be better than... 500, you want to be sitting up up towards the top. There's some teams that are doing very well to start the season, especially in the West. 
uh, that looks a bit revitalised, a few different moving pieces, but you've got to win the games you're meant to win. And that's two overtime heartbreakers now. And it was because our first halves were shit. <laughs> you know, like, apologies for cussing, but that's that's what they were. If you go back and watch the first halves of both those games, we were average. We were beaten by teams that wanted it more. And as Larry Nance said against the Utah Jazz, it's unacceptable to be outworked. And once again, down the line, we missed a couple of offensive rebounds off free throws. Uh, a couple of defensive rebounds, pardon me, off th- missed free throws three times. We got a rebound and then um, we didn't secure the basketball. There was another offensive uh, um, possession for them in a row. When you don't do the simple things well, you lose when it comes down to the complex things. If you, if you can't execute the fundamentals, how do you expect to execute when it gets hard and your back's against the wall? Do the easy things well. That's what all the good teams do. Rebounding, moving the ball, taking care of the ball, reading the defenses, defending hard, switching on defense when required, otherwise hedging, otherwise uh, going under the screen, knowing your personnel. All these things are fundamental uh, making the right defensive read. You're down by a three, or they're down by three. They need a three to draw. Well, should we um, give them a three-point attempt? Absolutely not. Let them have, let them have a two-pointer with 1.6 seconds left. All power to them. Lay the ball in. Don't let them get a three-point attempt off. It's um, uh, it's disappointing. So. Okay, let's go over to the stats. Um, So, quarter by quarter. The Pelicans got out to a little four-point lead, uh, 27 to 23, after starting really slow. It was a bit back and forth. um, Silly turnovers. I think we had three or four in the first quarter, which was just completely unacceptable. Um, We didn't... um, we didn't execute at all throughout the game. It was it was disappointing, honestly, because it was one of those games that if we just played at a base level that we'd played against all these other teams all year, this game's over at halftime. And that's what's disappointing is that you're like, these are the games that you need to win. Lakers aren't predicted to be a good side. We know that. They started woefully. They play woefully. They can't shoot threes. And we get beaten on a three-point attempt. I don't understand the logic here. In the second quarter, our second quarter has been our Achilles heels this year. I tell you what, we score 17 to their 33. They give us an absolute schlacken and dig themselves a nice... Well, dig, we dig ourselves into a hole and, and they build themselves a big lead. Going into the half, we look like there's a little bit of a, a bit of a change of pace, a bit of a spark. And then they hit a three, wide open three, and, and Lonnie Walker's high-stepping all the way back to uh, the bench, and Russell Westbrook's getting involved. He almost had a triple-double at, at halftime off the bench. I mean, come on. It's, it's not acceptable. And it's not like we were getting beaten because they were shooting well. We outshot them on the night, and we'll get to that in a second. It was because they just did the easy things. They did the, the bare minimum. And it's not because LeBron beat us. Because they played as a team. 
and they moved the ball and they hit some shots when we couldn't. Uh, third quarter, which is always our resurgence. We came out the gates 35-26. to A couple of big runs led by guys like Jose, Larry Nance. Uh, who else was there? Trey did a little bit. Najee. Uh, D- Devontae Graham was involved. Uh, it was one of those games that Zion also got going, of course. Uh, he was very quiet in the first half, but found himself up against it when he got five fouls late. And then you couldn't play him down the stretch because you wanted him for overtime if there was going to be one. Uh, last quarter, we won 32-29. to 29. We fought back. And then we come down to, I don't know, what was there, about seven seconds left. They come down the court, get a good look. Uh, the first time we actually got uh, a, a decent rebound was from Dyson Daniels, the rookie who was tasked with guarding LeBron at times. Actually got a steal off him at one point, which was pretty awesome. Uh, clamped it. And um, he he grabbed the rebound, was fouled by Anthony Davis and off to the free throw line. He missed both of them and they advanced the ball and they run a, an out-of-bounds play. They had one three-point shooter on that was any good. Matt Ryan, the only guy that you didn't want to touch the ball. And instead of guarding, and Antonio Daniels was crying on the microphone saying, get on the outside, two will not beat you. And what happens? We guard on the inside as if they're going to go for a layup and uh, they hit a, a huge three. All we had to do was watch and and stand outside the three-point line, get all the guys on the in the inside. And if they have to shoot a, a shot by running through you, all power to them. Instead, we gave them a, a wide open um, fadeaway three and they win the game. Oh, well, we go to overtime and, and proceed to beat us down the stretch with some good execution in the game. And all, all credit to them. I, know, I hate to say it. They won overtime nine to six. Uh, but they were the better team. And while I think at the end of the year, we end up way ahead of them. It stings double because you also own the rights to their first-round pick. So if we're thinking that these guys are going to be on the bottom, we lost double because what's happened is now we've lost not only the game, which drops you down the standings, you've also improved their odds so that now they're not at the bottom of the lottery anymore. Um, and you also lose. We, we talk a lot of smack on, um, on Twitter. You know, we get into these Lakers fans about this Anthony Davis trade, and fair enough, it was... It's proving to be a pretty good trade for us, despite their bubble ring. Um, The issue with that is that when you talk a lot of smack, you need to be able to back it up. You can't just talk the talk. You need to walk the walk. And uh, it was pretty embarrassing from us um, that they couldn't deliver. I mean, no Herb Jones, no Brandon Ingram will put like a couple of footnotes on that. But otherwise, I don't give an excuse for that because guys just played woefully you don't need Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones to be able to set up properly in guard pick and rolls. I know Herb's elite at it. I know Brandon is helpful and he's good at scoring at the other end. I agree. That's not saying that they're not important. But things like basic pick and roll coverage, when you know they're not going to shoot threes, so guys can turn the corner and lay the ball in, in the last quarter, it's unacceptable. You can't run curl screens to the basket four times in a row and expect them to miss. It's not going to happen. It's, um, honestly, it was the defensive side of the ball looked absolutely woeful. So, 
that being said, let's go to the stats. Let's go to the numbers, unpack it. Uh, we actually had more field goal attempts with 46% to their uh, 45%. Three-pointers, 8 of 25 to their 10 of 36. 32% to 27, we won that. Assists, 35 to 30, we won that. Uh, rebounding, this is one of our key stats. We lost 60 to 57. And Jonas, we couldn't play him down the stretch. We were playing Larry because Jonas was just getting manhandled down there. He, 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 looked, um, he looked like he was really going through it. Uh, Fast break points, 20 to 17. And when the game was on the line and we got our opportunities to score in transition, we blew it. There was a, a play late in the game. I think it was in overtime. And it was five on three. The two guys at Lonnie Walker, I think it tripped up Anthony Davis. They were standing down in the paint. And our guys ran in. All they had to do was lay it in. You didn't have, didn't have to worry about anything. Just lay the ball in. Instead, it goes off the front of the rim. They get a rebound throw it all the way to Anthony Davis, who does an easy dunk and seals the game. It's um, completely unacceptable. And late-game execution is the difference between winning in the playoffs, or being in the playoffs, winning in the playoffs, and, and being successful, being a championship team. Do the basics well. If you get a mismatch, if you get a advantage, an advantage, take advantage of it. Use it. And I think we're still working that out. Um being able to put people in the best position. Uh, what else happened? Steals, we won. Blocks, they won. Um, eight to five. I mean, points off turn turnovers, another key stat that we look at. 19 to 22. There's three points there. That's the difference between going up second overtime. Purely based off that. And I mean, we actually won the turnover battle, but they managed to exploit it. And when you don't score in transition, you make scoring in half court so much harder because you know, you know that you're not getting those easy buckets so the hard ones get even harder. You also don't defend properly, which means that they get out in transition and run. They get their tails up and they, they start to believe. What good teams do is they snuff out your belief. Whether that's in the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, the fourth quarter, over time, they snuff out your belief and they don't let the other team get the tails up. And that's what we've been bad at this year. I think we let team, we keep the door just ajar enough. And I'm sure we'll tighten up a few things. And this is game seven. It's not doom and gloom. It, it's annoying and it's double loss, as I said, against the Lakers. But frustrating. So, so frustrating. Um, so we might actually go to the box score after the break. So stick around and I'll be back after this. Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikael Bridges before any other ranked list? That's right, it was the Brewski 150. And you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Great. Well, the Brewski 150 is now available to all fantasy monthly members, including the extremely affordable fantasy pass at just $5.99 a month. Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade to a fantasy pass now and dominate your drafts. Okay, thanks for sticking around. Uh, as I was saying, um, we're going to talk about the box score now. Um, if we go to our guys first. So we had a starting lineup of Trey, Zion, JV, Najee Marshall, and CJ McCollum. Dyson Daniels back from an ankle injury, come off the bench as well. Um, big game 
In the box score from Zion, 27, 5, and 7, 11 of 21 shooting, three turnovers, two of uh, five of eight from his free throws, missed a couple of early ones, was pretty good down the line. Trey Murphy, 12 points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, zero of five three-pointers on this one. He, he didn't look quite as confident as he had in the last few games. Jonas, 9 and 10, uh, and one assist. He was a point short of getting a double-double, three of 11, um, two turnovers, minus 10 on the night. Najee Marshall got a, scored himself at minus 10 as well. Uh, with nine, five, three, and three steals and a block, three of eight shooting, and we actually one three-pointer. He uh, he was actually wide open on the last shot that CJ decided to heave from half court, which I don't understand, but again, I'm uh, not in the players' brains at that time. Um, CJ McCollum, 22 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, one steal, two blocks. And he got those in overtime. Actually, one was on LeBron, uh, but he was one of six from three, and he was also ten of 27. Minus three. He tried to do everything, but it was almost like he hadn't had any turnovers and then had a turnover right at the end of the game. And he's done that a couple of times now, which is frustrating. Again, I'm not putting the blame on him. I'm putting the blame on the whole team because they all need to pull the fingers out and play better. Uh, Devontae Graham, 18 minutes, four points, one rebound, two assists, two of three shooting. He was okay. Missed his three-pointer. Um, didn't do too much, but didn't do... That much, yeah. There is actually a plus two on the night. Uh, Larry Nance, 31 minutes, 11, 8, 5 assists, 4 steals, 1 block, 5 of 8. Honestly, he was playing. He played. He was probably our best player, I think. Um, he played big minutes. He defended on the switch. He was defending everyone. He was barking at everyone. He was passing. He was creating for others. And he was getting rebounds. It's what we ask him to do. Uh, Jose, 17 minutes. Didn't even play 18, and he was the catalyst in the comeback. He had 15 points, two rebounds, four assists, one steal, and we know that he's a change of pace guy. He he mixes it up. He defends 94 feet. He puts pressure on the defenders uh, and on and on the uh, guys bringing up the ball, and that's what we needed. We needed some disruption, and as soon as we got to winning time, we took him off. So I don't know what's going on, but Willie Green's got to have a review of the game again and, and see what happened. Uh, Dyson Daniels had eight points, five rebounds, two assists, three of five hit, two of three from three, and I love that. But he did miss the two free throws at the end again. We don't, we shouldn't have ever been in that situation that a rookie is shooting two free throws. If a, if a guy that is playing in his like third game or second game has to jump up and grab a rebound and is expected to make two free throws to seal the game. You put yourself in a pretty shit position before that happened. And that's, I I know I'm biased against Dyson, but he played a great game. He stole from LeBron. He was defending the living daylights out of it. He did everything. He secured a free throw rebound, which no one else could do. So I don't put this down at all to the rook, and it's okay. In Dyson, we trust. Jackson A's played four minutes, did nothing. Um, I think his minutes are about to evaporate because he doesn't do anything when he's on. So, all in all, annoying game. We got beaten by Matt Ryan and Lonnie Walker, uh, which is frustrating. LeBron had 28-10, a uh, 20-10-8. Anthony Davis, 20-16. We had four blocks as well. Uh, well, Westbrook had 13-7-9 off the bench. Walker had 28. I mean, you can't let everyone beat you. you gotta, you got to beat someone, and they had... Four of their five starters in 
20, over 15 points, three of them over 20, and then two guys off the bench that had double figures. How can you win when you let everyone get whatever they want? The answer is you don't win, and that's why we're here. So, all in all, we take the L, we take it on the chin, they outplayed us, okay, cool, wave your championships in the air, um, take the win, and if you can turn it around, all, all credit to you. Um, we need to bounce back, and we have the Warriors in the Smoothie King Center on Friday, which is not ideal. Hopefully, Brandon will be back, though, and Herb as well. Um, this is a game that if you want to go, you want to uh, be the best, you have to go through the best. So we need to bounce back, and hopefully, it's a game where we respond like we did uh, after the Utah loss, and also after the the um, Phoenix loss, and we lock in. We had a couple of days off. We let them get ahead early and, and get involved early, let them get whatever they wanted. And this one, we need to tighten it up. We need to lock in. I don't think we, we burn it all to the ground, and I don't think it's doom and gloom. Remember, we, um, we're 3-1 and one on the road now. We're 3-2. and two. Um, Well, we had two home games. You know, there's plenty of season left. So keep the faith. Um, I actually don't have any other comments to make about this. We're going to take the L. Throw your arm around one another. We, we can, we're better than this. Um, it, it is tough out there and uh, I don't know. We'll be back. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, you don't need to talk about the loss anymore. Um, I'm going to go and cry. Um, so send, keep me in your thoughts. Um, but uh, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast, a sad version of the Pelicans podcast uh, for sportsethos.com. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow, so hopefully a bit more upbeat, a bit more fun, and uh, we'll chat then. So, as always, bye for now.